episode of What More Can I Say? Skater Boy Fancast. I'm Sabra Kojas. I'm May. I was walking through the park today and there was a pretty <laughs> big German shepherd. And uh-huh. uh, he was really friendly. Mm-hmm. And he just grabbed my last name, though, and he ran off with it. And I don't know. I was where wondering where we were going with this. <laughs> and um, then as I walked, now this next part of the story is true. I walked <laughs> away from the park <laughs> and I, I walked past this woman who uh she was walking like a pretty big stocky dog like maybe some mm-hmm. sort of i don't know what kind but a big guy like a retriever and, no it was more like a bulldog adjacent you know like okay. a, a muscular dog a dog okay. that would kick your ass sure and steal your lunch money <laughs> but or your last name uh <laughs> yeah. but she she like you know gives me a friendly greeting it's a nice early spring evening so we're in a good mood we exchange this just happened trees. it's fucking winter may yeah, but it's nice out. I just went on a pretty long Oh, I have not left my apartment today. Yeah, it's nice out today. Okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, we exchange pleasantries. I continue to walk. And then she turns around and goes, wait a second. Are there German shepherds in the park? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. And she was like, damn it. And I don't, I just said, okay, good night. <laughs> and I kept going. But no I, I don't know what happened to that woman with the German shepherds. Maybe maybe the German shepherds stole her last name too. But Yeah, they might be wrong. on a rampage. It seems that way, but I, I got the vibe though. It's probably that her dog doesn't get along with the German shepherds, but she seemed so mad like, that's my park. You know, it really seemed like <laughs> yeah. this town ain't big enough for the both of us type of thing. Yeah. I don't have a dog, so I have literally no dog in this fight. I just kept walking. That was a terrible joke, and I hated it. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I went in saying I don't have a dog in this fight because the expression worked. And then as I was saying it, I was like, of course this is a pun. This is a high-class comedy podcast. We have Hell no yeah. room for puns here. <laughs> um, I love puns, and I'll die on that hill, so... Um, there's a lot of hills that you'll die on, though, so, like... Also, this is also true of you. Okay, well, I'm just saying, like, you can really only die once, so, like, you gotta pick one hill. <laughs> Maybe it's a multifaceted hill, consider this. That would be just two different hills, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Alright, anyway, Avril's album. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, today we are discussing Does Love Suck, listening to Avril's new album. Uh, if you don't know, you clearly haven't been listening to the podcast. Avril has a new album. It's called Love Sucks. Sucks, spelled with an X, is an homage to her Skater Boy era, I would presume, because Skater yes, Boy is spelled is wrong. Yes, as is Boys so... Lie. Yes, Boys Lie is spelled B-O-I-S. Um, that is a song on the album, if that was not clear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really trying to, like, think about who listens to this podcast. Because we have, like, ten listeners, and again, we still don't know who they are, because the episode where we ask them to identify themselves has not come out yet. True. Um, as long as they're not ignoring us. Well, they might be. We don't know yet. That remains to be seen. We know, like, one listener personally, and then, like, us. And actually, I don't even actually listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's I really only me. I do um, listen to the podcast. I think it's great stuff. I'm glad uh, because if I'm not making this podcast for you, who am I making it for? That's really That's true. That's what we need to find out. 
by right. having people please, identify themselves. Please email us or send Sabra a postcard. You can find her address online. <laughs> if you actually want to uh, tell us through social media, you can find us at SkaterFanCast on all platforms. And you can also find me at SabraKojas on Twitter. Um, or you can find my old Twitter at Kojasnats. That one is shadow banned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 absolutely. As we've discussed. Um, I also wanted to say before we uh, get into it, just that I had like a therapy thought, meaning not a thought that I had in therapy, but a thought that I had based on this podcast that felt like therapy. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I, you know how we've said multiple times that being a teenager is embarrassing um, mm -hmm. and that like just anything like that you do when you're younger <laughs> than the current age that you are is embarrassing and should be forgiven because you were a child back then even if it was yesterday okay, um we okay. haven't said that but that's gonna be my new take on this um great but we've i've also talked about that dude that broke my heart into a million pieces and uh i've made a lot of progress in that i mean i rarely think about him now or as i used to think about him all day every day yeah. um and uh but when i do think about him now it's pretty much exclusively in the context of like I was so dumb for thinking that I had a chance with him. Like, I was so dumb for for thinking that, yeah, thinking that this could have been something when certain, he indicated in certain ways that it couldn't be, even though those were not clear enough to me and, mm -hmm. and his actions would indicate otherwise. So it was very confusing. But then I was like, I do not give myself the same credit and forgiveness that we give to Avril and Olivia Rodrigo and anybody else from that is a child even though I was like 22 when this happened like my brain was not developed right I was a child I was out of college so I was an adult but I was a child <laughs> right right absolutely um and that was a thought that I had recently I wow, also you're so right went on a date recently with a dude who just wanted to like make out the whole time we were in my apartment it wasn't like we went somewhere I made him come over to watch celebrity big brother with me and um he, I was just not that attracted to him yeah but he yeah. wanted to make out the whole time so I was like whatever um and we did and then at one point I was like I'm just he had told me that he uh was previously engaged um which oh. is like a whole thing um, and I, to, like, kind of deter him, because I was, like, because he was making it very clear he wanted to sleep with me, he wanted to see me again, he was very into me, and I was, like, Arr. so I was, like, maybe I will deter him by telling him that I have herpes, which is a true fact, and also something that people don't like, even though there's no reason, because it doesn't mm -hmm. do anything. Right. Um, and so I was, like, I'm gonna tell him that I have herpes, and I did, and then he also had herpes, so that backfired, uh -huh. because then he felt very close to me, and I was like, oh, no. Um, and that's not relevant to anything. It's just a thing that happened in my life recently. I don't know why it felt relevant, but it did. You're right that it isn't relevant, but... <laughs> because we're talking about Avril's album, which is called Love Sucks, and I yes. have really bad luck in love, and uh, I always have, and I probably always will, and that's how it's relevant. So, question. Yeah. In in light of that, yeah. did you find this album cathartic? Because I listened to it in the car mm. with George. It was like the second or third time I'd listened to it, and George it likes to, as I do, just like keep up a, a steady commentary the whole time. And yes. a lot of what we talked about was that it felt like it would be cathartic to listen to if you were coming off of a breakup or something like that. Like pretty much the entire album is about that. 
and you couldn't relate. And I, we couldn't relate at all. The time you got broken up with was when you were seventeen, and you may have also done the breaking up. No, I was a little older than that because I did have a, a guy like semi cheat on me between the times that I dated George, but right before it, I knew you. Like, so that yeah. time doesn't count. True. It's not real. And also, that mostly hurt because of like him being a jerk, not because I was particularly. I didn't care about him very much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like, wow, you did a really mean thing to me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Noah thing where I was like, yeah. I already yeah, 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 yeah. didn't necessarily 100%. like you, but like that still felt shitty. Yes. And like, and it, and it was like an indication. It was, it was another like notch in my belt, except not in the fun sexual way. It was another notch yeah, of, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, look, yeah. men don't <laughs> like me. Uh, totally, totally. Um, so basically my thinking, yes. Would I think this album was cathartic? Yes, I'm not coming off of a breakup, although I am perpetually single, and so it kind of feels like I'm perpetually coming off of a breakup. Um, mm-hmm. But I think some of the songs felt not necessarily, like, truthfully specific to Avril, but specific to someone that's not me. And right. uh, so, like, love it when you hate me. Can't relate. <laughs> yeah, that's I want not someone a to like song, me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, I also, okay, we're just gonna get into it. Boys Lie, that is obviously our Skater Boy reference song. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually has nothing to do with Skater Boy. Well, oh, I guess I shouldn't say that. Wait, I was gonna say that it does. Okay, And go. here's why. Because it's the year of our Lord 2022. It and is. And for some reason, I mean, the reason being that it ties back to the original Skater Boy, but I think it's a wild choice considering what decade we're in, frankly. Yes. That... You would make a song that was so hinged, like it's so contingent on like men and women are so different, and we don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so gendered in such a like skater boy way. It is, and but also I'm kind of like okay. So I remember in high school, it was around maybe a few years after, but around the time that Blank Space by Taylor Swift had come out, and she says like. Boys only want love if it's torture. Don't say, don't say I didn't warn you. And I remember not liking that because I was like, I don't want, I don't think we should be like putting like all these men into one category. Like that's not how humans work. And I remember saying this to a male friend and he was like, honestly, I don't care. Like, it's fine. It's a fine song. It's a fine lyric. Like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, okay. Um, But I was very against that kind of like putting everybody in a box based on gender and now I'm like okay with it because men suck and I want to be able to say that and I want to say it as a blanket term and I don't want there to be nuance I just want to have my feelings um so I was fine with boys lie when the song in the beginning is Avril saying I'll just read the chorus boys lie I can too revenge is my sweet tooth girls cry and so will you because boys lie boys lie I was fine with it when we were talking about how men suck. And then Machine Gun Kelly comes in. And I love Machine Gun Kelly, but then he reverses it. So he says, girls lie, I can too. Revenge is my sweet tooth. Girls cry and so will you, because boys lie, boys lie, whatever. It's like them singing at the same time, I guess. I don't know. But it's, anyway, he comes in and says, like, girls are the same way. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Machine Gun Kelly. This is about (laughs) you. Yeah, as soon as the chorus on the song hit, when Machine Gun Kelly was singing it, George was like, 
this guy sucks. Like he's <laughs> such a jerk. And it was funny because I think it totally is a double standard because I had the same thought after, and I didn't have that thought after Avril sang it. And clearly yeah. George didn't have that thought, but it's yeah. like, there's something about a guy singing about like, oh, I'm going to make you cry. That's like, okay. Yikes. Well, it's also <laughs> like, I, you like, yes, we obviously girls can be shitty in relationships. Oh, totally. Can, anybody can cheat on anybody. Anybody can lie. Like, I mean, I stayed with my ex-girlfriend, so a little bit of a different situation, but I stayed with her, like, long after I had been decided I was over the relationship, and, like, that's not a great thing to do to somebody, but also I was 21, so whatever. Um, I was a child. Anything that is younger than the exact day that I'm alive right now, child. True. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just something about, like, we know that men are shitty and they're like shitty in this like a, a special way where like they murder people and like assault them and like <laughs> yeah it also saying. happens on the flip side but it, it statistically doesn't happen as often like there are more male serial killers there are more male murderers like sexual assault is more likely to happen to women and to happen at the hands of men uh especially when it's like, if a man is assaulted, it's often, I don't know the statistic on this, but it's often that a man is the one doing the assaulting. Like, this got really dark, but my point is that men suck and we should be allowed to talk about it. And women are perfect little angels and can't do anything wrong. So, like, why would you lie, Machine Gun Kelly, except that's the yeah, name of the well, song. Yeah, well, he said boys lie too, so I guess that's <laughs> what, No, just kidding, just kidding. But my my larger point, though, is that, like, it, this is a weird Unless it's a callback to Skater Boy, this is, like, a weird, especially to bring a man onto the song to sing about mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's kind of one thing. I think, you know, to get to a little bit of the root of what you're saying, it's <laughs> You're going to try to make what I made, what I said make sense? <laughs> no, what you That's said did happen. make sense. But I think, like, what I'm hearing is that you know, for Avril to sing, oh, boys suck, that's, like, one thing. She's sort of talking about the monolith of boys. But mm -hmm. once we get Machine Gun Kelly on, and now we're like, okay, this is how boys and girls are, now it seems like we're talking about something more specific. Like, we don't mean boys at the monolith anymore. We don't mean girls yeah. at the monolith anymore. We mean, like, the individual people that we're in relationships with, which I think is really weird, and I don't know why it would be contingent on gender. It's strange. Yes. 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 Also, I didn't have an also. Just yes. Nice. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, especially because it's like we always said, the Skater Boy is so gendered in a way that doesn't make sense anymore in mm -hmm. 2022. And like, this song isn't gendered in the same way that Skater Boy is, because obviously that has the iconic line, he was a boy, she was a girl, can I make it any more obvious? Which is like the craziest thing in the world. Yes. And this is not that extreme, but it's almost more insidious that it's not that extreme. Because it's like, what are we really talking about and why did we need to talk about it like this? Yeah. But I will say in the way that I think it also could relate to Skater Boy is if the Skater Boy lied to her and that's what ended the relationship. We don't fucking know. So Avril, tell us. Avril, please tell us. <laughs> this is a call to action, Avril. This whole thing has been a call to action to Avril because we've just been begging her to make it more obvious for at this point years. It, it, it has been years. It would help <laughs> if we could uh, like tag her. <laughs> Can you tag someone in a podcast at Avril? Right. Avril, please. Avril, I'm, I'm literally begging you. I know you're very busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, you've got a tour. What got... kind of sucks that she didn't respond to our queries when she wasn't busy? Like when we well, first started recording well, this, she wasn't busy. Actually, though, apparently Maud's son and her met while they were writing the title song of the album. So that was like a while ago. Like I didn't realize yeah. how long ago that they'd, they'd started writing this album. So I was talking also to, so the day that the album dropped, probably yeah. 45 minutes after it dropped, if that. Uh, mm -hmm. I was texted by multiple friends about it. Yep. I've made my brand very clear. But one of my <laughs> friends had never heard of Modson. She's only in it for the music. She'd never heard of Modson, hadn't heard anything mm -hmm. about the Modson situation. I was kind of talking to her about the it. The Modson universe. Yeah, the Modson universe. <laughs> but I was like, you know, it's so funny. I understand that she wrote a lot of these songs before they were together and stuff. But the yeah. fact that she's in a relationship and I putting know. out this album is crazy. This is what I've been saying. This is what I've been saying for like the whole fucking season. It makes no sense because I was also like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I want this is mean. I don't know Mod Son and I don't actually like know enough about him to say this with full confidence. He has a documentary out though now. We could watch it. We could learn it. We could about watch him. it. We could make an episode about it. But I want yeah. him to listen to this album and feel bad. <laughs> um that's funny. She's like, you can be involved. You can direct the acoustic music video. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, suck. Love sucks. Yeah. I love it when you hate me. He's like, oh, Errol. <laughs> she does have one song. There's one song on the album called Dare to Love Me where she's asking like somebody. one of the worst ones, though. Yeah, it's it's honestly not good. It's It really shouldn't have been here. Because a lot of the songs are, are genuinely, like, fucking bangers. And that song is like, Arr. Yeah, that uh, shit ain't it. Nope. Back to the original question you asked of, like, is this album cathartic? Like I said, like. Yes, that my thought on Boys Lie. It starts out cathartic and then you hit a weird point with Machine Gun Kelly where you're like, never mind, not relatable. The title song, Love Sucks. Rules? Is, is that what you're going to say? It rules? <laughs> rules with a Z. It's um, so good. <laughs> yes, no, it's great. And it is. It, it, it Like the chorus just runs through my head. It's uh, na na na, not another breakup. When I think of you, I just want to throw up. Na na na, no, I don't want to get up. Lying in my bed thinking love sucks. Uh, and then that repeats, call it bad luck. Why does love suck? Great question, Avril. Um, it's mostly because it's not in my life and you, Avril Levine, have it. So fuck you. Another thing that's f funny about that song is that like, while it's not a song that I currently relate to it feels like being a teenager like that song really feels like being a teenager so it's funny yes. that she's releasing it now as like absolutely not a teenager but you'll never experience this but i probably will like i don't know that it gets better like like i don't know that a breakup <laughs> oh no <laughs> Once again, you are throwing curveballs at me this whole episode. <laughs> I have no idea what you're about to say. What did you think I was going to say when I started that sentence? Better. You were like, well, something you're never going to experience, but I will, is that life is a meaningless hellscape. <laughs> and you, with your relationship, are under the delusion that there's some meaning to be gleaned from this toil that is life. Yes. Um, but just wondering if that, I heard that right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was actually going to say, it's just that, like, what if breakups don't get better? Like, I'd like to think 
because when I was 22 and had my heart broken, I, I was like, if I was more mature, if I was older and a more mature person, this would not be affecting me this much. But I don't, like, that's probably not true. Like, that's definitely not true. You'd be well, 45 and crushed yeah, by breakup. It, I just said it's not true, but it probably is true because, again, I only dated this dude for two months. Um, and it wasn't a relationship. Oh, fair point, and, fair point. Yes, different. But... That also, we weren't, like, in love because, like, it didn't get that far. So, with Avril saying specifically love, like, being in love, I presume is what she means by love, sucking, I'm sure it doesn't get better. And also, when you're a teenager, maybe you have, like, a goldfish brain and it just, like, yeah. resets <laughs> itself really quickly and that yeah. doesn't happen. It's like, it's like, resilience. like, how as an adult you have less skin, uh, cell turnover, like, it takes longer for your cells to regenerate or whatever maybe that's how your brain works and so you can't forget people as easily yeah i mean i'm not a neuroscientist but sure why not <laughs> that isn't what your doctorate is in <laughs> not this time you want to go song by song and and yeah, get reaction sure. talk about our feelings cannonball's pretty bad huh okay i have to look back at it um like a ticking time bomb i'm about to explode and motherfuckers let's go you did me dirty, now I'm gonna live a life without you. I just wrote a song that goes, I don't give a fuck about you. What song is that? It's the very first song on the album. The album comes in, well, no, like a cannonball. No, 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 I know that is, but this, where she says, I just wrote a song that goes, I don't give a fuck about you. What oh, is she referencing? I, she's talking unless about it's a specific the, song. She's talking about, like, all of them. I need the Avril to get more specific. <laughs> I need, I am hitting my fist against my hand, that's what that noise was. I need Avril to be specific. Be yeah, that's specific. Fair. Be, be specific. Get her ass. Get her ass. I mean, honestly, I just want her to stop saying avalanche. Yes, we'll get to that. That's my last, like, true thought about the album. We'll get it to deserved. it. We well, there. so here's my thoughts about Cannonball. I think it is serviceable and per perfectly fine as a first track that you can immediately forget about it. It is purely introductory. But I find it personally... I think it's a mildly irritating song, but that's fine. This is not the first time I haven't liked the first song on an album if it's just a short intro. Like, yeah. that can be done really well, but a lot of the time it's like, well, that's a skip, and it's right at the beginning. See, that's where I honestly, like, don't even remember it because it's at the beginning. Like, I know that there's a song that comes before Boys Lie, but in my brain, like, could I tell you how the song goes whatsoever? No. Could I tell you how Boys Lie goes? Yes. Yeah, it also sounds a lot like um, the band Paris released an album uh, maybe two years ago, something like that, that has a lot of these, like, sort of talking and, like, a little bit yelling over music. Mm, and it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. this, but this is, like, a worse version of that full album, <laughs> which, like, give that one a listen. It's better. Which, like, the okay. album doesn't continue <laughs> like this. If the yeah. whole album was like this, I'd be like, hey, Avril, what the hell are you doing? It's a hey, Avril, perfectly serviceable intro song. Yeah, all, all my life I've been good, but oh, now? I'm thinking, what the hell? Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> now that's a relatable sentiment. It is. Next we have Boys Lie, then Bite Me, which we've discussed, unless you have more thoughts you want to specify in the context of the whole nope. album. And then we have Love It When You Hate Me, which we've also discussed um, both on today and also in the past. I think we tried to do it yesterday or last week, whenever. I don't know. When did these al these episodes come out? When do I release I them? Know. Who knows? I, listen, your guess is definitely better than mine because I don't <laughs> put them out. I only hear them when they come out. Um, then we have Love Sucks, the title album. We just said we liked it. 
Any other thoughts on that? I just think this is like the moment to me when the album really picks up. Yes. Because I've heard, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little bit tough because obviously I've heard Bite Me and Love It When You Hate Me a lot, you know, yes. so I'm very used to those. So for me, it was like Cannonball, it was like, oh, that's kind of bad. Boy's Lie, I was like, oh, maybe I can get behind it. And then Machine Gun Kelly came in and I was like, no, this is bad. Then I listened to the two songs that I had already heard a lot. So I was like, okay, obviously I vibe with these, but I've heard them a lot. Right. So I don't know. And then Love Sucks comes in and I was like, oh my God, it's a party. This song rules. And then yeah. <laughs> it me I like the world I... is ending. Let me down. Yeah. I think I liked Bite Me more in the context of the whole album than I do as a standalone thought. Um, but I don't know why Love Sucks is not the song that is the single like why is that not what we're hearing why is that not what's being performed on late night shows like that's your fucking song like i want to hear love sucks more yeah it's a better song first of all but second of all i think that bite me kind of comes in in a little bit of a weird way because that first note she sings is strange like she just kind of yells for a second and like mm-hmm. whenever i see someone listen to that song for the first time they go yeah. what oh <laughs> You know, and so it's like a weird, exactly like you're saying about late night shows. And I saw her perform it on some, like, I think maybe New Year's yeah. thing. New Year's Rockin' Eve, perhaps. Yeah. And it's just weird to come in with that note. I know that's like a strange critique to have, but it is mm-hmm. like a bit aggressive. And not in a good way. It's not fun aggressive. It's like confusing aggressive. Yeah. Then we have Kiss Me Like the World is Ending. The chorus is, kiss me just like the world is ending. Give me one last perfect memory. I don't want to say goodbye. Let's meet up after we die. So kiss me like the world is ending. I think, honestly, this feels like let go. This feels like that, like, overly dramatic, you don't know how adult relationships work because you're a child. Like, that's what this feels like. May is nodding along, but you can't hear her because nodding is a silent action. That's true. I mean, I figured I wouldn't go, uh-huh, 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 <laughs> you were saying seemed rude and chaotic for the listener but I agree with that I also think though that it kind of like I don't understand I've talked about this a lot it's never come up on the podcast I don't believe but I don't understand why there is an entire genre of songs that's like dance like the world is ending kiss me Mm. like the world is ending let's party at the end of the world what why is that a genre? Like, uh, it's not a genre, but why is that like a <laughs> thing people sing about so much? And it's always in these like upbeat, like party song contexts. And I'm like, I, it occurred to me one time when I was at a bar, like a really long time ago and like pre COVID days and multiple songs in a row played that had that theme. Yeah. And I was like, why is this? What is going Like, what is this weird anxiety that we all have that's coming out in these peppy songs about it dying? foreshadowing. It was foreshadowing. You're so right. But then it's like we don't have the excuse of it being foreshadowing anymore. You know what I mean? Like we're in the bad time. (laughs) Yeah. And we're still alive. At least we are. Lots of people aren't. But some of us are. Yeah. Dark times to be sure. But I just don't understand. Like kiss me like the world is ending. But it's like we're partying about it. What? But then she goes, the next song on the album is our favorite song. (laughs) Avalanche. It's called Avalanche. It's like I'm running from an avalanche. That's what she does. Yeah, so she pronounces it in the single most wild way you can possibly pronounce the word avalanche. To the point where I 
almost want to just start mispronouncing it just to make it make sense to me. Like, if I just say it wrong all the time, it'll sound right when she does it. Well, I don't have a problem with that because when the hell do you even say avalanche? Like, it's not in my regular repertoire of words. No, so I've never we said were to it. all collectively decide to pronounce it differently, it would take me yeah. years to even find out. <laughs> Maybe they did. Maybe the world decided to pronounce it differently. My mom's thought was that she's Canadian and maybe that's how they say it to in say, but Here's the thing. So what's yeah. also fun and really fills me with a lot of joy on a personal level is that mm-hmm. multiple people texted me specifically about this. Like yes. more than one text from a friend about Avril's pronunciation of Avalanche. And if that yeah. doesn't cement my sort of being as a person in the consciousness of those around me, then I really don't know what does. But in my response text, not to you, but to another friend who texted me about this, I said, being Canadian is no excuse. And she hadn't even brought up the fact that Avril was Canadian. I was like, I'm going to cut that <laughs> one off the pass. But I will say this made me feel so vindicated because you guys have heard me say it before on this hmm. very podcast. Avril's pronunciation of yes. vowels is wild. Yeah. And the first time I said that, you said, what are you talking about? And now yeah. I just want to say... It's like I'm running from an avalanche trying to convince you. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I never notice it until this song. I was listening to it and it's like not my favorite song on the album. So already I was kind of like, eh. And then I was like, why does it feel bad? Why does my heart feel bad about this right now? <laughs> and it was because of her pronunciation. So the chorus is... I say that I'm just fine, but I don't feel all right on the inside. I say that I'm okay, but I don't feel okay right now. No, I've been slipping and sliding. My world's getting colder. I'm tired of looking over my shoulder. Tonight, I don't feel all right on the inside. It's like I'm running from an avalanche. It's like I'm running from an avalanche. It's like I'm running from an avalanche. <laughs> she's kidding. She doesn't say avalanche. That at least would check out. Avalanche doesn't make any fucking sense. And I'm not okay, and I'm not okay. When we were listening to it in the car, George went, not even to me. He just went avalanche like under his breath <laughs> it's everyone who listens to this song points it out which is why it's incredible that the song rolled out this way it is yeah. unmissable and nobody like why didn't somebody say something that's what i mean so many people didn't say something this got greenlit by so many people this is a large production yeah, yeah. um my point though is that kiss me like the world is ending going right into avalanche being just like you feel like the world is ending. You know what? Is Avalanche about Lyme disease? Oh, interesting. Because, like, is is that the feeling? I've never had a chronic illness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. But I would imagine maybe it would feel... I, to, I, like, I say I'm just fine, oh, but I don't feel all right on the inside. Like, these things could be said about, like, heartbreak. But, like, they also could be said about I think illness. it's a lot more interesting if it's about Lyme disease. I agree with you. I agree. Uh, one thing I don't like about um, Avalanche, then going into the next song, is that mm-hmm. the next song, Deja Vu, which is actually not a bad song, it has the same tune as Avalanche in certain parts. Mm-hmm. And it's very chaotic listening to them back to back because it sounds like there's too long of a pause and then Avalanche continues because the tune is yeah. the same. But then she sounds a lot more mad and then it's like, you cannot get avalanche out of your head when the avalanche tune part of deja vu comes back and you're like yeah it's and it is like i'm experiencing deja vu like it makes me uncomfortable i obviously way prefer deja vu um it's just a better song but i will also say like another produced by travis barker album tickets to my downfall by machine gun kelly uh the 
uh, first song in the album is called Title Track. Uh, it's essentially the Tickets to My Downfall song. And then the same intro or the same like tune. So it starts, I sold some tickets to come see my downfall. It sold out in minutes. I butchered that, but that's basically it. And then he has a song later that's that exact same. I don't know, but it's a song about his, his, the two most important adults in his life, his dad and his aunt, both being dead. And so it's a very, very different, like, concept of song, but it's the same music. And so I'm like, why did you do that? These don't, because I would get if they felt related in some mm-hmm. way, but I'm, and maybe they are, and I'm just a dumb bitch, but, like, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, well, I love a callback. Like, I don't usually yes. mind that. Like, for example, um, in, in the Wonder Years album, The Greatest Generation, which I think is a masterpiece, by the way. Um, there's a song called I Just Want to Sell Out My Funeral that's maybe the last track or if not the last track, one of the last that is mm-hmm. like it has its own part, but it is mostly sort of like a, a mix of a bunch of the prior songs. It's like a, yeah. what do they call that in a musical? A um, Amalgamation. There's like a word for it. It's like. I don't I don't remember the word for it. it. It's that thing, which I think is a cool musical device, especially if you're sort of playing on a theme like um, with which Avril is doing in this album, in fairness to her. But in The Greatest Generation, that entire album is about feeling like you don't live up to your grandparents generation and how they were like these strong people who were doing all this stuff. And now you're like a millennial with depression or whatever. Um, and then so having all of those songs come back is really interesting. Yeah, And I don't know that it really works here because, well, first of all, she's not doing that. She's only playing off of the one song, which yeah. it's fine. You can totally do that, too. But it's more that it comes directly after the song. There's no pause. Yeah. There's nothing in between them. So it just seems like that's why it's confusing to listen to when you're listening to the album straight through because it just feels like she's rehashing the same tune. And then you're like, but why? These are two different songs, but they're next to each other. But then it almost at least makes it feel cohesive. Like, this is her only album where I would ever be like, maybe you should listen to it start to finish. Like, the rest of them, if you if you listen to it start to finish, you're just like, oh, I listened to a bunch of songs. But this is the only one where I'm like, it, it feels more like Tickets to My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly or Manic by Halsey, where it's meant to be like a concept versus like a collection of songs. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, the whole thing is about lying in your bed thinking love sucks. Yeah, which is what I do all the time. I, Hell yeah. I've actually been like really trying Hinge recently. Like, the, I've been on two dates recently, one that I've talked about and another one that didn't really go anywhere and didn't really go anywhere. I mean, it literally was one date and nothing else. Um, but that's the first time I've ever been on dates from a dating app. Um, I had downloaded various dating apps a million fucking times and I just like couldn't bring myself to do it. And this is the first time where I was like, okay, we're, we're doing it. We're actually trying. Um, and it's terrible. Um, but I also hadn't been on a date in almost three years. So it's just like, here's the thing. Like, why does love suck? Um, right. right. And I think I, that's a question on everyone's mind today. I just like, I, I'm not attracted to these people. That was the issue with this dude that came over. It's not like he wasn't cute. I want to be clear. Like, he's an attractive dude. There is somebody who's going to think that this is the single greatest man in the world. He makes a shit ton of money. He, like, has some nerdy hobbies, but he doesn't, like, look or act all that nerdy. He is 
cute-ish, I guess. He's like five foot nine, so not like super short or anything. Like he is the whole package, and I was like, I'm not into this. Yeah. So part of me you is can't like, is make it yourself be interested if you're not? It's just you can't. But Hinge will do this thing where it gives you your like standouts, and that's like a separate section, and it'll give you new people every day. And these are people that like based on who else has liked these people it's and based on who you've liked it thinks that these will be people you will especially like so it withholds them and says you can only message these people if you use a rose you get one free rose a week or you can pay for more and otherwise it's like we may show you these people in your normal part of the app but we may not and I'm like, cool, you're not. I have not seen a single person from my standouts in my normal feed. And I live in New York City and the radius of New York City extends to New Jersey. I don't think I have it set far enough to quite get to Long Island because I'm in Manhattan and you have to go through all of Brooklyn and Queens before you can get there. But I'm in Manhattan and so even my like 10 mile radius goes to New Jersey. Manhattan's not that long. So like, or not that wide. So like, there's a million people, probably. I mean, the city is 8 million people plus New Jersey. How There could very well be a million people on this app. And I even only have it set to men. I'm like, I'm not even fucking with women right now. Like, this, I'm trying to narrow this down. Right. And, like, I... And I can't get, it's only showing me people I don't like because it wants you to pay for it. It wants you to pay for the roses. It wants you to pay to like be promoted or whatever on the app. And I don't want to do that. But then I'm like, I'm getting nowhere with this. Like, how do people do this? I've been doing this for a couple of weeks. How do people do this long term? This girl in the fucking Tinder swindler documentary. She's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I've been on Tinder for seven years. Wow. I'm like, do you, could you maybe think that this is not working? Yeah, that's that maybe this isn't designed town. to help you find love. Yeah, I did not know that was how Hinge functioned. That's bananas. Yes. So that's why love sucks. It's because they've it, they've monetized it. Yeah. That that might be the answer. Oh no, <laughs> Avril. Wait. Are <laughs> you wondering why? Although she doesn't say why does love. Suck. Oh, she does. She no. does at one point. No, she, she does, does at one point. Lying yeah. in bed. Wait. Um. Thinking love sucks, but then later she says something, something, something. Yeah, she says why, why does, does love, love suck? suck? Yeah. yeah. Avril, have I got an answer for you? Yeah, the title of our episode is Does Love Suck? Which the answer is obviously yes for me <laughs> and not for May because she's married and fuck her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any issues? <laughs> I know no. you don't talk about yourself on this podcast, <laughs> but like... No, not really. I- I'm very overworked and stressed about that. But then you have a husband who will make you food and pat your head and tell you you're pretty. So yeah, it's not true. even that bad. All those things are true. Yeah, it's not that bad. But in fairness, I don't claim that it's that bad. I, I fully did. admit that I'm vibing. Yes. No, you never complain ever. <laughs> but you'd be more relatable if you did. Yes, but I'd be much more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I really have to sort of walk this line of being just relatable enough that I don't really annoy everybody around yeah. me. Um, we are running out of time, but we have a couple more songs to get to. Uh, 
normally we have a lot of dead air in this podcast or we have times where we're like let's pause and like talk about something real fast or we we tell a story that we know we can't actually use in the podcast that's a secret maybe if we start a patreon <laughs> you'll get to hear those stories oh my god anyway um that's not what's happened this episode this is like all getting included i <laughs> like, know we're crushing it sometimes i really do have a feeling and it i am always right about it but i guess it's because i know what my taste is so yeah. if you listen to the podcast then we would have like more of a <laughs> an opinion on whether all of the episodes are good but when I'm like in it and I know the episode is good I always love those episodes so I can't wait to listen to this one back well there's a podcast that I listen to called just between us and at the end of every episode they rate it but they don't actually rate it they just like give it like a 20 out of 10 and then they like make up a rating system but (laughs) we could rate these and just on a scale of does May think that it killed or not and yeah, that's, no, that's true skill it's true you know what's so fascinating about you referencing just between us i've what? listened to a couple of episodes of just between us i like it it's not the kind of thing that i would listen to all the time but i like it sure but i have never discussed the show with you that's cr- i didn't know you would listen to it no i i've never heard you say it ever but i realized when you referenced it that this entire time i've just yeah. assumed that you listened to it <laughs> Like, this is the kind of thing Sabra would listen to. I've been following them since, like, they were YouTube. Like, I knew that that would be true. I've watched a lot of their YouTube videos. I like them. They're funny. Yeah. I preferred the YouTube to the podcast because the podcast, a lot of times, they they always interview somebody. And sometimes it's really fascinating. And sometimes they actually had on a comedian that my parents are friends with, whom I obviously love a lot because she's very funny. And also, she's friends with my parents. So I've actually met her. Um, And so, like, that was fun. But, like... I definitely, I think their YouTube show is a little bit more unhinged and I liked that. And now they're older and they're like, one of them is in grad school for psychology. So it's just very like normal now. And I'm like, where's, where's the unhingedness? That's what we're here for. I'm in grad school, but it has not made me any less unhinged. Yeah. Well, that's because you're not like analyzing brains. You're no, and I never will. (laughs) <laughs> I stay as far away from that shit as possible. That's why I don't do criminal law. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, the next song in the album is called F.U., which I guess would be the only song maybe that she's referencing in Cannonball where she says, like, I'm writing a song saying fuck you. That would be this song. I would guess the chorus is, you used to drive me crazy, but I don't feel nothing lately, and I think we're done here, maybe, baby. Every time I talk to you, you're not listening. I waste my breath on you. You're not listening. I try to tell you about it. I yell, scream, and (laughs) shout it. Hate it, but it's true. I'm fucking over you. I love that last section. It's so catchy, the I'm fucking over you. So good. Uh, You said that like it was a monologue, and I was very entertained. You read lyrics (laughs) on this show a lot, and I feel like you put a little feeling into that one that I haven't heard before, and I was into it. Yeah, I got nervous. I got nervous that I was reading too many lyrics and it wasn't interesting. And so I was like, maybe I'll act it. Actually, I, uh, Alan, one of my friends that May knows and is kind of friends with too, is in grad school for social work. And he had to do an assignment where he like did a therapy session with somebody and then he had to like kind of relay it to the class in an interesting way. And so he was like, I 
want to show it but like I can't show my patient that's like confidentiality can't do that so he was like I'm just gonna type it out and have you act as the patient and so I did and I was so good that the teacher was like made him stop in the middle and was like did you get permission from the patient to use video of them and he was like it's not it's an actor and I was like oh my god damn I'm so talented they thought I was really a psych patient um which I am I, I honestly think 2022 is the year that Sabra should return to acting yes I was talking to the podcast and not directly to Sabra because I'm announcing <laughs> that right how do you think that I should do that though that's for you to figure out I'm not your agent you've never even like <laughs> when have you seen me act oh good question wait you've done web series that I've seen I have did you watch them though yeah oh I'm a true pal well <laughs> um Audience, don't look for those web series, please. <laughs> um, Sombra's very talented. <laughs> I sound like I'm no, your I'm not. mom or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, my mom would fucking kill if I would return to acting, because then my NYU education would have made sense. Um, you know how it is. Hire Sabra for your your acting roles. Well, also, you're not the only person to be. Like, everyone is trying to get me to like return to like the things I actually said I was gonna do. My mom, obviously, because uh, she's my mother and she paid for me to be a performer and famous person and that's not happening right now. Um, but also you've just said this about acting. Last night I was having a text conversation with uh, another one of our mutual friends, Kaylee. And uh, I- Kaylee. I told her, she does not listen to this podcast, <laughs> no, I'm just shouting her out in general. <laughs> Um, sh I told her that story I told in the beginning of telling this man that I had herpes in hopes that it would deter him and it backfired because he also has it and she was like that is so funny oh my god like do you still write like tv scripts like is that still something you're doing use that blah 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 and I was like lol no because if I write something and it's bad then I failed and if I don't write anything it can't be bad fair enough but I do think that would be hilarious uh, Kelly's right I also think it would be, but <sighs> ain't that the way. And the when I do have like any motivation to make art, I have to edit this fucking podcast. <laughs> you just gotta put this one up raw. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't because there's too much of me talking over you, and mm. so I have to go in and separate. Well, that. you know what? If the people don't appreciate us that are talking over each other, then they don't deserve your TV script. Let's talk. But all I wanted featuring Mark Hoppus. All I want to say about that is that if Mark Hoppus is on a song, I'll like the song. I'm a simple soul. Mark Hoppus sing. I like. The end. That's all I have to say about that song. Okay, cool. Sounds good. I'm also excited to see him on a song because he just um, went through chemotherapy and I'm very happy to see him come out the other side of that. And I hope, I, I really wish him the best. I've sort of a little bit followed his journey because I haven't really been on social media, but listen, I'll log on for you, Mark. Is Blink-182 the only pop punk band that doesn't have some weird sex scandal? Um, I think that would definitely be too much of a sweeping generalization, but there's been a lot of rough stuff out there. Um, Shout out Wonder Years. Mostly I'm saying, is Blink-182 Blink okay? Uh, my understanding is yes. Cool. Um, then we have Dare to Love Me. We already said, not not our favorite. Not, not, no, it, felt like not it. Boring. Sorry, it's a boring one. I, I love it. Well, it's the oh, only, like, true ballad on the album, so I get why she 
included it. But Write I a better ballad like would be my response because I, I feel like I rate all Avril ballads next to I'm With You, which I think is so good. Mm, she still does that she as, on, like, on tour and stuff. And I think this yeah. one is so not as good. Uh, and then we have the last song, Break of a Heartache. I don't want to cry like that. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to take another rip, another strain, another bruise, another break of a heartache. I don't want to take that chance because you know it'll never last. Now, I don't want to feel another rip, another strain, another bruise, another break of a heartache. So right. Well, also, you're so right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, go back to acting. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, the thing, my one qualm with this song, which I frankly think rules and is so fun and I want to party to it. But um, what does break mm-hmm. of a heartache mean? You had me in yeah. the first half, not going to lie. Like, I love every part of this song except the title phrase, which is stupid. Yeah, when I first read it, I didn't realize that that's what it said, because that's not a phrase. So I thought it was just saying, like, heartbreak. And then I was like, that's not what it says. And I was confused. Yeah, and Or, or, no, you know what I thought it said? I thought it said ache of a heartbreak, because that would make sense. sense. It, like, sounds a little weird, but it makes way more sense. Hey, Avril, uh, what happened here, bud? What's up? This is a meeting thing. I don't want to take another rip. Another strain, another bruise, another break of a heartache. I don't, because because it sounds like that would be saying you're taking a break from being heartbroken, <laughs> from your heart aching. It's just and that would be good. And it sounds annoying, but you're right. If it was ache of a heartbreak, that totally makes sense because it's like the heartbreak is the thing and the ache is the pain of it. But a break of a heart ache is crazy. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it a break or is it an ache? like let's get our shit together it's so confusing yeah it's a stupid line and the problem is it's the title so i can't even like she has some stupid lines in here and i mean some stupid lines like let me get one i wrote it down all her songs for songs we don't come here for poetry when i when i was talking to my other friend about it i really did say like this is bad like a lot of the writing is so stupid and i don't care at all like that is totally fine because I yes. come here for yeah. stupid lyrics. As I wrote to her, <laughs> dumb lyrics are absolutely no barrier to being a True. jam. If anything, it's better. Like, there's a reason we all love Call Me Maybe. Yeah. It's because it does, it's just like bad. Yeah, like but my brain fun. is smooth and like whatever you want to yell, I'll I'll be like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but she said, at one point she says, you're an asshole living in a castle and i think that line is diabolical get out of here i don't want to hear that that's so dumb <laughs> it's a bad line and it's annoying uh avril's according to avril's spotify storyline she says quote i love this song because i knew i wanted the album to end with a party this song felt like the perfect way to end the record with an anthemic song about telling somebody to fuck off it's about closing the door in a relationship with somebody who no longer serves you it's not worth the break of a heartache if they are going to keep hurting you and leaving you bruised I think okay. she thinks ache of a heartbreak is what well, she said. Actually, like, the way she said it in that phrase kind of made a little more sense. But she doesn't phrase it like that in the song. No, it doesn't make and sense And also, it, it still doesn't make sense. Either make sense. Way. You sounded very confident when you read that out loud, and it tricked me for a second. <laughs> um, but, okay, I also... It's this whole, like, Avril can't read conspiracy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, I want to read the two worst lines in the album. I wrote them okay. both down. Um, was it worth what it costed? Yeah, what, do cost you mean cost? Is not a word. 
Do you mean cost? Are you, are you sure that's how you want to phrase it? And then another grammar catastrophe. Let me scroll to it. I wish life, I wish my life would have came with instructions. I wish it would have came with instructions. <laughs> I wish it would have came with a grammar book. <laughs> I wish it would have came with grammar. Um, when I first heard, was it worth what it costed? I said, oh no, out loud. <laughs> alone in my house listening to it with headphones it's the same thing when people say they got casted oh, yeah. on a show i'm like you got cast but it's like you got cast. it's also one thing listen i don't demand perfection you can mess up your grammar when you're talking because it's not like that ever needed to be you didn't run that by anyone it wasn't recorded well yeah so this is like i hate that too but this is absurd I get irritated. This is like the flip when on this happens so much on the challenge, which is a reality show on MTV. People will use the the when they meant to say me, they'll use I because you know how like yeah. people usually say like me and so and so are going to the store and that's not correct. But like it's colloquially accepted. Mm -hmm. And so people on the show will do the opposite and they'll say like so and so and I even when it's supposed to be me. And that really bothers me because it's not only wrong, but it's not colloquially accepted. I'm fine if you miss if you're saying things incorrectly, so long as we as a society decided we didn't care. But, like, casted is not a word. No, it's not. And neither is costed. Was it worth what it costed? Well, actually, I'm getting really nervous now because she pronounces things so crazy that what if she meant casted? <laughs> she's like, I don't think so. <laughs> she's like looking at her filmography. Was it worth what it casted? Yeah. <laughs> costed sounds like accosted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is a word. Yes. And so it's extra confusing. She just did it to run with exhausted. And you know what? I am. Oh. <laughs> doing this podcast is exhausting oh also she could have said was it worth what it cost yeah or something like that you can throw yeah, yeah in as a filler whenever you want to if there's one thing <laughs> i've learned from listening to a lot of bad music in my life you can just put yeah anywhere and you know what you can put tonight anywhere also and she does that in one of the songs <laughs> on this album she just says tonight for no reason <laughs> i don't remember what song but i remember going mm, tonight i see you're allowed to do that no one's the police are not going to come to your house they're not um alrighty gang here's the thing this was the end of season two this was it this was all we got powerful finale just kidding there's a season three yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're really going out on a high note but that does mean that there will be a few weeks where we will be on hiatus mostly to come up with episode ideas Mm -hmm. because we only have one we have the equivalent of two ideas i'm gonna say it's one idea and then two half ideas okay good Perchance less than one of those is less than half an idea. So maybe one and three quarters of an idea. But also, this is the perfect opportunity for you guys to send in your ideas. Yes. Please do. What do you want us to talk about? What questions do you have about Avril Lavigne that we could make up the answers to? That was so powerful. You're right. That's exactly what we'll do. I mean, it's it's going to be just as accurate as her Wikipedia page is. <laughs> it might even verbatim be her Wikipedia page. We'll do that again. <laughs> yeah. What do I care? Remember when I had a teacher in college who was a drag historian, which I guess just means he like chronicled drag performance. I don't quite know what that meant. Um, I think I'm an Avril Levine historian. I agree. 
Can I get a PhD in that? Yeah. Does does NYU's Gallatin School of Individualized <laughs> Study have a PhD program? Yeah. You could get a master's. I think you can get a master's from Gallatin. Yeah, what dude. if I showed up and got a master's in Avril Lavigne? Oh my god, please do. Someone got had like a minor in Beyonce studies or something like that. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. That's iconic. Yeah, somebody I talked to. I think at the when I did the like Hollywood program. Oh yeah. One of the people That's there. Interesting. I want to get a job at my roommate's company and they will pay for you to get a master's. And so my roommate's like, well, should I just do it? Like, should I just get a random master's degree? Like, why not? Yeah. If they're paying for it, like, I should just do it. Um, so if I could get a job there, I would genuinely consider getting a master's. In- that <laughs> in would be incredible. <laughs> that would do so much for our brand. It would. I could totally make that work. Uh, listen, anyway. you, can, you could easily look through the NYU course offerings and figure out a way to make an Avril Studies degree. I don't even think it would be that and hard. And that's how I'm going to spend the rest of my night. Perfect. And maybe that'll be an episode of this podcast. There's only so much you can say about Skater Boy, guys. Like, this is really hard <laughs> and we're putting in the work and only 10 of you listen to it and I need you to, like, help us yeah, out. please tell your friends. Advertise the podcast, Tell please. your coworkers. Tell your dad. <laughs> your mom probably wouldn't get Here's it. Here's the thing. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know your Dads mom. Dad's only like this if they could see me doing it oh my god (laughs) 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 am i wrong though i'm not gonna comment the audience doesn't know this but i'm incredibly attractive (laughs) hey audience go follow sabra on all platforms i'm not photogenic but i promise i'm cute in real life oh my god unhinged <laughs> i love it um alrighty, gang this has been another episode of what more can i say a skater boy fan cast <laughs> can i make it any more obvious i'm sorry i just opened an email from my school that has spring break sun safety tips <laughs> i really need to tell you that. <laughs> damn that made me laugh okay anyway bye <laughs>